Hello, Wet Shavers. It is April 7th, 2019, and this is your host, Timmy Two Shaves, with another episode on the Shaving Tolson podcast. Now, tonight's episode will cover community news and lead directly into my review of Phoenix Artisan Accoutrements' new solid cologne line and how that compares with similar offerings in the marketplace. Now, for this episode and future content, I do plan on announcing new products, updates, and events going on within the community before diving into the main content of that episode. With that being said, let's go ahead and dive in to the new community news. And now for the wet shaving news. Recently, Razor Rock announced on their Instagram page an upcoming release of a shavette slash double-edged razor transformer razor uh, that can actually switch from a shavette commissory-style type razor that you may have seen in something like the Razorine, which has been increasingly popular in the community and is currently offered by Shave Nation, to something along the lines of a more conventional double-edged razor. Now, details are going to be scant on this. We don't know too much about it, though what we do know is that it does look like it's pending soon to be released to the community at large. Now, this has been met by some people being really excited about this particular product and others taking offense to it because they do feel like it is potentially copying the design of the Commissori Shavette style razor by Razorine, one of which I do own myself and I absolutely love it. I cannot praise it enough. If the Razorine is not something that you personally have looked into, you definitely need to take a look into it. Shave Nation does currently offer that razor as well. The unusual factor with this one is it's not just one or the other. You can transform this razor to have both capabilities, which is really interesting. And it's something that a lot of us in the community are constantly asking for more companies and more artisans to offer us products that have more versatility, that are constantly seeking to innovate and bringing us something different. And I feel like that fits that niche mold. Now there are some design qualities of this. If you have seen it on the Instagram page, the head of the razor does to be look a little bit bigger and not as slim as what we typically ask for in a standard razor. Again, I don't know if this is just going to be a prototype for the company and it's a teaser image to gauge consumer interest or if this is the final design, but I highly encourage you to go take a look and definitely offer your opinion back to Razor Rock. They released some stunning razors in the past they offer up some great offerings outside of the hardware scene, and it's definitely something to look into. Now, we also, along the razor <laughs> edge of things, we have a new razor being released by none other than Edwin Jagger. Now, Edwin Jagger is incredibly well-known and incredibly famous for their DE89, an excellent intro razor into the community and many of us still use this razor in just everyday use. Those of us that are more seasoned into the hobby know that this is just an excellent razor all around and you can really adjust the versatility of this razor with whatever blade combination or pairing you want to use. But the interesting thing here is that with this particular razor that they have deemed the 316 it is going to be all stainless steel. Now, this is something that the community has been asking for from Edwin Jagger, from Mercur, companies, big name companies like this for some time. And the current razor offerings that they have are a zinc alloy um, type razor, which are perfectly fine. They just, just don't stand up to the 
same amount of time and um, abuse that you can see with maybe with more vintage razors that were copper design and nickel plated copper or what we're getting from some of these other artisans today which are actual stainless steel manufactured razors so it's definitely something the community has been asking for for some time they've released multiple teaser images on their instagram page as well if you are not following edwin jagger definitely go give them a follow because this is something that's going to hit the market and it's going to hit the market hard Many of us have asked Edwin Jagger and other similar companies for razors like this, and it's good to see that we're getting that feedback listened to and acted upon within the community because this is no, this is nothing that's easy to do to bring a new razor design to market. And it does look slightly different in the head design to their typical razor line that we see, like the DE89, for instance, but I'm really excited to see what they're going to do with it. They've showed teaser images of what the presentation is going to be like, different handle combinations, different handle colors. I'm really excited to see what they're going to do with this and how it's going to take the market by storm. We've seen other razors that have done similar things in the community that are just sold out and you can't get a hold of them anywhere. And I have a feeling like the DE89 or the 316, excuse me, is going to be something like that where it's just going to hit the market and we're going to be seeing limited quantities of this available because I feel like Edwin Jacker really listens to the community and they're going to offer us something at an excellent price point. So that's what's I'm that's definitely on my radar. It's definitely something that I'm really interested in and I will be looking on in that with interest. Now we also have other artisan and wet shaving community announcements. Phoenix Artisan Accoutrements recently announced the return of Low Haiku. Now, this is an homage to High Karate, an excellent and vintage fragrance um, that many really appreciate, many love, and many have been begging for the return of Low Haiku for some time. And it's nice to see that Doug, the proprietor and owner over at Phoenix Artisan Accoutrements, has listened to the community and has brought Low Haiku back. Um, there are so many out there that absolutely love that classic fragrance of high karate and it's nice to see that we're getting a modern take and a modern homage to that fragrance now with that he's constantly innovating he's constantly bringing out new products to the community and something else that we have is lather blaster 3000 now this is a new fragrance by doug Smythe, and he has really taken this fragrance and run with it He's released a multi-product line with this particular fragrance, something that we're seeing with deodorant, shampoo pucks, we're seeing soap, aftershave, new, his new solid cologne line, which we're gonna be discussing today, and other products as well. I believe it's also available in an EDP. And then of course, we're seeing other scent profiles like Sandalwood Science, um, absolutely excellent offerings from Doug. It's great to see that we're seeing people really dial up certain scent fragrances like Sandalwood, where we've seen other companies take that and have run with it for years, like Pro Rasso and other companies as well. Um, True Fit and Hill and um, uh, Taylor of Old Bond Street also come to my mind for those that are really well known for their sandalwood uh, takes on, or their fragrance takes on sandalwood. So it's gonna be really interesting to see what he, how that's going to be received by the community. So far, Sandalwood Science seems to be really well received. However, we have not seen um, how the reintroduction of Low Haiku is going to be received by the community, though it does seem to be something that's been very looked forward to and, and much requested by the community. And Lather Blaster 3000 is so new, and that's actually a collaboration and a tribute to a very well-known 
um, Facebook shaving community and group called the Rich Man Shaving Group, a group which I'm a part of and is actually full of excellent wet shavers and people in the community that are incredibly supportive of one another and they're constantly engaging. Um, that's an excellent group to go to if you're looking to get started into the community and you're someone that's just really unsure and you just want someone to talk to. This is a community that's definitely going to take your interest and dial it up to a thousand. You're definitely going to go down the rabbit hole with that community. And it's nice to see that there are being um, tribute products made to this community specifically. And it's something that Rich Hansen, the owner and administrator over at and the creator of the Rich Man Shaving Group and Doug Smythe have worked on together to come up with this scent. And I do have this in the solid cologne and I can say it is a very nice fragrance. It is not my favorite of the Doug Smith or Phoenix Arson Accoutrements line, but I do feel like it is an excellent scent profile and does merit your attention. Highly encourage you to check out the website. Um, just do a quick Google search for Phoenix Arson Accoutrements so you can't miss it. And list, look at those scent notes there and see if that's something that you would like to try. Because if it is something that does interest you, uh, you can go on the website and you can order samples of this fragrance and any of his other fragrances as well. Um, with that being said, there is another announcement. Uh, the Big Shave Southwest is coming up here very quickly. Uh, for those of you unfamiliar with the event, it is typically the biggest meetup of wet shaving enthusiasts and artisans across the country once a year. And this year it is taking place in Phoenix, Arizona. The event is on April 27th and the best part of all of this is that it is completely free. If this is something that you would like to do, you just got to come up with the airfare and of course the overnight stay to be there, but it is going to be on the 27th. So I do highly encourage you to take a look in this. There are going to be multiple artisans that have confirmed that they will be there and they will be participating. There are giveaways, there's tours of the town. I think they're going to be having a little day trip to Tombstone, Arizona, which is fantastic for you outlaw and gunslinger fans out there but it is definitely a huge event and you don't want to be the person that missed out on this so definitely take a look at it doug Smythe over on the phoenix shaving page on his instagram and the phoenix artists and accoutrements page on facebook he is constantly updating he's constantly letting people know different artisans that will be there and any changes to the event so definitely go ahead and give a look at that because i think it does merit your attention with that being said, there are more products and announcements to be made in the shaving community. As always, we're always innovating. There's always something new to be looking into. And this community of ours is constantly expanding. And it's been something that has been um, very appreciated. And it's something that we've all definitely look forward to in the community. And I'm excited to see where it's going to go. But with that being said, we won't cover any of those new announcements in this episode of the Shaving Tolson podcast. We'll be saving those for later because we want to go ahead and dive right into the meat and potatoes of this. Probably the main reason that you decided to come over here in the first place, which is my product review of Doug Smythe's Phoenix Artisan Accoutrements new solid cologne line. So with further ado, let's lead right into the review. All right, everyone, we are finally here. This is the review for the Phoenix Artisan Accoutrements Solid Cologne line. Now, if you guys are a big fan of fragrances like I am, many of us in the wet shaving community, for me personally, I really didn't get into fragrances until I was in the wet shaving community. 
So once I started engaging with the community, once I started collecting various soaps, aftershaves, uh, that really made me want to venture more into fragrances, perfumes, EDPs. So I started getting into those. I started buying up various fragrances like Fahrenheit, like YSL, um, Victor and Rolf Spice Balm, various fragrances. And of course, with that, you do want to see what artisans are offering to complement their soaps and aftershaves. So you look into things like colognes, EDTs, EDPs. The, the experience that you can get in the wet shaving community is as much as you want it to be. If there is something that you're really looking for, there is a high chance that an artisan offers that and offers it to varying degrees of strength. And that was something that I really wanted. I wanted a multifaceted, multi-layered experience from start to finish. I wanted to be able to have my entire experience be centered around a particular fragrance scent or an idea of an accord between fragrances, if you will. Originally, <laughs> when I started out in the shaving community, that fragrance for me was Bay Rum. I wanted something spicy. I wanted something smooth and fun and intriguing. And Bay Rum for me was that scent. So I kept looking around at various artisans that would offer a full product line in Bay Rum. Whether that was shampoo, deodorant, aftershave, soap, I wanted it all. And I did find that in a few different artisans that do offer those. Sterling Soap Company is a great company for that. Phoenix Artisan Accoutrements, of course, offers a multifaceted product line full of just about everything that you're going to need uh, in order to have a particular scent in just about everything. Um, but there are different artisans out there that offer that. Um, actually, Wet Shaving Products, in my previous review, is another company that I would highly recommend for that particular purpose. They're extremely good about offering a multifaceted product line that has plenty to choose from. But for the purposes of this review, we're talking about Phoenix Artisan Accoutrements here. And I think with Phoenix Artisan Accoutrements, that just, to me, when I think of PAA, we'll just say PAA from here going forward, um, what I think with PAA is that I think of strong scent profiles, unique scents or takes on scents or popular scent profiles and accords that just carry you through the day. And it's one of my reasons that PAA has quickly become a go-to for me, especially when it comes to aftershaves and when it comes to EDPs. Now, the cool thing with the recent release of his signature fragrance, or at least I feel like it's his signature fragrance, John Frum, he's wanting to take this year, 2019, by storm with musk-centered scent fragrances. And John Frum is no slouch in this particular category. It's actually one of my favorite scents that I've ever had from PAA. Um, and it's just a really nice, complex, but very smooth scent that my girlfriend loves. So it's nice to see that we're getting fragrances like that that aren't just overly musky um, or overly powdery as you might see from maybe some of your barbershop homages. There, everyone does a different take on barbershop. But with this release of John Frum and with this release of his other scent profiles and his, his other product lines, he has finally released a solid cologne. Now, for those of you that have seen me on my Instagram page, The Shaving Tolson, I have been shouting from the rooftops for some time now that artisans need to get on board with the solid cologne scene. The reason for this is I carry a solid cologne with me every single day. Even if it doesn't line up with a particular scent fragrance that I chose for my soap and my aftershave, 
I carry a solid cologne with me every single day. Whether I'm going out to the grocery store or I'm going into work, especially when I'm going into work, a solid cologne is a must. And it's something that's really taking the community and I feel like the fragrance community definitely by storm. The reason for that is it's just easily portable. You can take this with you on a plane when you're going out of town. And if there's a particular scent fragrance that you're interested in, there's a chance someone's going to be offering that. And the wet shaving community is really taking that up. WCS offers solid cologne options. A Phoenix Artisan Accoutrements now offers solid cologne options. There aren't many artisans out there that are currently engaging with solid colognes, which I think is a really big missed opportunity here. But I do have a couple of different experiences with solid colognes. So we'll start out with those and then we're going to lead into PAA's offering. And for this purpose, I did have or I did purchase myself. These were not provided to me. I did purchase two different solid cologne offerings. So I purchased the John Frum solid cologne and I also purchased the um, Lather Blaster 3000 solid cologne. And part of the reason why I did get these is because the prices on these are what I consider to be very competitive. They're very good, about 20 bucks for a solid cologne, which I'd say is about the standard in the, in the wider world for a solid cologne that's just a no-brainer to pick up, an affordable option, and something that you can carry with you. But we're going to be getting into the carry aspect here in a second. But just to kind of give you guys a background on some of the solid colognes that I've messed with, um, the two big ones, the one that actually started me off in solid cologne world, if you will, <laughs> is the Cremo Company. Now, Cremo is known that you can find pretty much their products in every Target that you go into or grocery store or pharmacy. You can see their products in CVS and Walgreens. Um, but Cremo does a couple different product lines. Um, one, uh, their reserve blend that they released over the holidays, which is absolutely fantastic. It's one of the best creams that I've ever used, and I wish they made it a regular offering. But they also did make that one into a solid cologne as well. But there was a time where I was really looking for a darker scent profile. I wanted something with a little bit of bourbon. I wanted something with a little bit of tobacco. I wanted something with a little bit of oak. And with the Cremo line, it's literally called bourbon and oak. It is just essentially two scent notes, bourbon and oak, but it is so rich and it, it's almost got a spice to it. But with that particular scent, and I've actually got it right here, so if you hear me open up something, I'm actually looking at the product right in front of me right now. It comes in a very, it, it, it comes in one of the best formats I've seen and it's something that I, I feel like everyone needs to adopt. It comes in a nice little travel tin. If you've seen those little lip balm tins where you slide open the top and there's product in there, you can just rub your finger along it and apply it to your lips or that sort of thing. That's what this solid cologne comes in. And I would say that's what many in the industry are following are these little tins. Mine's pretty banged up because like I said, I carry this with me everywhere. And the bourbon and oak scent is such a fantastic scent. I think this is slightly less than $20 from Cremo. But it's in a 0.45 ounce, 12.7 gram tin. And the scent notes are so good. It's honestly one of my favorite scent profiles out there that I have come across. And I pair this with the EDPs. Now that's something to consider with solid colognes and EDPs. And I'll kind of explain when might be the best time to use these different products. Now I, like I said, like to layer these. So I typically don't use just an EDP by itself. 
If I can, if there's a matching um, or a solid cologne, I don't use it just by myself. I often pair that with its matching EDP if it's available. So I'll spray on the EDP, then I'll usually carry a good EDP or a good EDT will carry you through for several hours. Um, usually with a, a spray on, an atomizer cologne or fragrance, you're going to get uh, an initial projection that's really good. And the longevity is going to be kind of a hit or miss sort of thing. That's something to consider with spray-on fragrances as well, is how long is it going to last for you, and what's it going to do for you? Um, sometimes some feel that with spray-on colognes or fragrances, you're filling up the room, and it's just unpleasant to those around you. Now, if you're a person like me, that before I got on the solid cologne train, if I was at work and I wanted to spritz on a fragrance, because oftentimes I walk before I get to work. I, I try to get to work about an hour early, and I go out for a walk. And when I'm doing that... I'm just trying to exercise. I'm trying to put in my time for the day, but I might get sweaty or I might get unpleasant. So I want to spray on some cologne or some aftershave or, you know, I'll take some aftershave and just kind of splash it on. Um, I'll carry it around in my bag while I'm at work. It's not discreet. And oftentimes the scent is so projecting that people in the immediate vicinity, even if I'm just carrying around a small decanted little atomizer, a little glass bottle of the stuff, People in the immediate vicinity can smell that. I have to walk out of my desk, out of my cubicle, go to either the bathroom or out in the hallway, spray it on, and then come back in. Usually I'll go to the stairwell and spray it on and then come back in and sit at my desk. Um, people have given me a hard time about it because I'm always maybe occasionally spraying a fragrance maybe once you know, a day or every other day. Um, so I've ceased to do that because I caught on to solid colognes. Now, the reason why I layer them is because I do want that initial projection past a certain point. Solid colognes are a very intimate product. And I say intimate for a reason. With solid colognes, you're really venturing into something that's more akin to the immediate sphere. So that's why I use it a lot, especially while I'm at work. If I'm going into a meeting or if I'm going into a space where I know I'm going to be really close to several other people, um, and I don't want the fragrance to offend, but I do want people to pick up on it. I do want them to catch subtle whiffs of something very pleasant. I want them to know that I take care of myself. Um, solid colognes are king. Uh, the reason for that is right before a meeting, I can slide open the lid, rub my finger on the product, put it the heat points, you know, on my neck, on the back of my neck, on my chest, on my, on my wrists, and then I can go in there and I'll feel confident and I know that I smell good. That is the nifty thing about solid colognes. They're especially great for if you're someone that's going on a date or you know that you're going to be getting into those intimate situations where maybe someone's going to be kissing your neck or getting close to your face. You want them to know that you take care of yourself. You don't want them to be offended. You don't want them to get a weird taste in their mouth from a spray-on fragrance that you use. Solid colognes don't do that. They're a waxy kind of material that actually melts with your natural body heat over the day. That helps them project as well, but that doesn't help them project um, usually wide in your circle, but usually in a very intimate space. One of the reasons why I absolutely love them. Um, and they're just so daggum convenient. I can throw this into my pocket, carry it with me to work or to the grocery store. It's a, it's a no-brainer. I just throw it into any pocket that I have. It's not, it has no substantial weight, 0.45 ounces, and a small aluminum tin is not going to weigh anything to anybody. Um, and I can throw these into gym shorts, you know, no belt or anything and not have to worry about, you know, pulling down my pants. So that is something to consider. And I feel like those that are interested in jumping into the community, I believe with West Coast Shaving, if my memory serves me right, 
They serve them in these larger circular metal tins, which are still flat. They're a little bit more concealable. And I totally can see those as still being very portable and available for that purpose. But I feel like Cremo's really hit the stride with these small 0.45 ounce tins um, that I'm actually going to be buying a set of these, like 20 of these little tins. They're super cheap on Amazon. And I'm going to be using them for the product that I received from PAA. And I'm going to get into kind of how they present the product. Because, of course, we're talking about a podcast here. You can't see the product in front of you. So I'm going to do my best to go ahead and describe how the product looks. Now, for just other references as well, I do have another solid cologne that I carry with me. And when we're talking about cheap and affordable, this is not but this also has some other capabilities that these other two colognes just don't have. And I think part of that is the price point. Now, you guys might have heard of them. They're really the, the spear point for the solid cologne industry. They're, they're kind of the, the standard when we're talking about excellent solid colognes. And I'm talking about Fulton and Rourke. Fulton and Rourke have been around for a little while, and they made waves on the scene because they come in this beautiful you know, semi-heavy stainless steel, they call it indestructible tin, that actually has replaceable trays on the inside. So once you're done, or once you've utilized a certain product, um, and you've exhausted that product, you can actually take the tin out um, after you pay the upfront cost for the um, actual container it comes in, and then the little tray that the actual cologne sits in that you can remove. And then you can just buy the replaceable trays from their website. Now, I was lucky. I actually stumbled across Fulton and Rourke at one of my local shops. It's called the Haberdashery in Claremore. If you were ever in the Tulsa area, I highly encourage you to check them out. They've got great men's grooming products. And I definitely feel like it's something that you should look into if you're just wanting to get a hold of the Tulsa scene. Because they're definitely a part of it and they're not too far from the Tulsa area. They're just a suburb of Tulsa, essentially. So I highly encourage you to check them out, but they do offer Fulton and Rourke products right at the counter. I was actually checking out for some wet shaving products and they happen to have this at the counter. I smelled a couple samples and I was immediately taken with clear water. Now the cool thing with these trays, because you might be asking yourself, aren't these going to fall out if you do open this up because they're a replaceable, removable tray? There's actually a small magnet on the bottom of this container. So once you slide the lid open, it actually slides sideways. You can hear it click into place there. But you just take your thumb, you push it sideways, the lid slides open and locks into place. And there's actually the tray there, which you can remove. And a little magnet on the bottom actually holds the tray in place. You can kind of hear it click in there. And I can tip this over and shake it. It's not going to come out unless I take my fingernail and the groove for the fingernail here, pull it out and replace that with a different fragrance, which is also another thing that I love that a lot of people don't do. Um... I just love the idea of being able to use the same container, but being able to replace that with a different fragrance. So if I want to go out and about on my day, I'm not carrying around or I don't have multiple containers just littering across my room. I can have a small drawer full of these individual fragrance trays and then just replace it in that container and go and have each one labeled, know what each one is and be good to go. Now the upfront cost for Fulton and Rourke container and fragrance, the solid cologne inside, is around $75 to $80. It's expensive. Now, for those of you that are familiar with spray-on colognes, you're going to know that this is pretty much industry standard. They're all pretty expensive. That's why a lot of us get into decanted versions of our favorite fragrances, because they're significantly cheaper. But with Fulton & Rourke, 
the nice thing about this product is it just performs, even just sliding it open. I can immediately smell that clear water fragrance, which I can do something that you would think of clear water, being up in the mountains, uh, being outside next to a brook. It's very fresh. It's clean. It's a beautiful fragrance. Um, I believe it's got a little bit of moss and some fern in there. I can't remember the specific scent notes on clear water, but it is fantastic. If you use Zingari Man the Magician, this pairs incredibly well with that soap and balm. It's, it's a beautiful fragrance. And it's actually one of the reasons why it turned me on to this particular one. But out of all my solid colognes, and out of those that you're going to see available within the market, this is one of the most highly praised. For good reason. It doesn't take a lot of product, unlike these other solid colognes where I'm having to apply it to multiple pressure points or heat points on my body to really make most effective use out of the fragrance. This one I can rub on the backs of my neck, and that's plenty. Anybody in my immediate sphere is going to be able to smell it, and that's going to carry me through for several hours. Um, so you're definitely paying a bit more of a premium, but you're getting a more of a premium product out of that. And the presentation and the casing in and of itself is just worth the price. It's absolutely fantastic. And if you haven't looked into Fulton & Rourke for a solid cologne, definitely take a look. Because I feel like that's just where solid colognes are going. If you're someone that's really paranoid about your, your scent or how you're presenting yourself to others, solid colognes, I'm telling you, are the future. They are the ticket. Now, I'm not saying these as a complete replacement to spray on colognes. Um, I believe those have their place. Like I said, if I can, I will pair it with something that is similar or the same as a spray on, spray it on, and then I'll apply this um, as I rub it on to those heat points on my body. But each one definitely has their place, and I absolutely love Fulton and Rourke. But these are the standards that I'm measuring this up between. And you're going to ask yourself, where does PAA's Solid Cologne, John Frum, Lather Blaster 3000, where does that fit in the mold? Well, I'm going to go ahead and tell you how I feel it fits. I feel it resides somewhere in the middle. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that's just straight across in all categories for this particular Solid Cologne. I just feel that's kind of where it rests with the price point and the amount of product that you're getting with the Solid Cologne um, from PAA. That is just what I see. PAA offers an excellent product, and their fragrances are no slouch in whatever you use them in. I would see that the projection and the longevity out of the solid colognes that I tried from PAA, both John Frum and Lather Blaster 3000, were both very reminiscent of the Cremo. I would say maybe even the Cremo has a little bit more projection and initial scent strength than the PAA. Now, keep in mind these are PAA's first iterations of the product, there could be tweaks and other things coming along the line for these because I do know this is something that he's very passionate about. It is something that I'm sure he's going to be looking into and evolving over time like he has with his other product lines. They are not where they at, were at today, you know, seven years ago. Things change over time, and I'm really excited to see where they're going to be taking some of these products. And I'm real happy to see that he's finally offering a solid cologne. More artisans need to get on board with this. I, I, I can't reiterate that enough um, because there's so many artisans out there that have great fragrances that I would love to be able to just carry in my pocket. What a great advertising opportunity. What a great marketing opportunity to those in your immediate sphere. You can just pull it out and you can showcase it. I can't do that with my soaps and my aftershaves half the time unless I put my aftershave in a decanted bottle, which is the nice thing about PAA is you can do that because their fragrances, their aftershaves, do double as a cologne because of the strength. But 
With that being said, back to the solid colognes. The solid colognes are as easy to apply as any other solid cologne out there. You rub your finger on the product until it melts slightly, you apply that to the heat points on your body, and you let that carry you through. Now, out of the two that I purchased, definitely John Frum's my favorite. Uh, that didn't surprise me. John Frum has been my favorite of PAAs for a hot minute now, since they were released, since I received the initial product. Um, I absolutely love it, and I'm not going to stop using it. But like I said, kind of going back into the tin thing, the tin is my favorite format. It's cheap, it's cost-effective, it is super easy to use, and it's just fun to click into place. I slide my thumb down, it opens, slide my thumb back up, it closes. That is all there is to it. It's not complicated, and these are super cheap. I can get a set of these just empty cases on Amazon for nothing. Um, which is honestly what I'm going to do because how the PAA product comes presented is it comes presented in almost a very small container mason jar, but it's a glass jar with a plastic top cap. Um, it looks great on the desk. It looks great in the den. I can throw it in my bag. However, it is glass, and I don't want to damage the labels on this as well, because the labeling for John Frum and the Lather Blaster 3000 are awesome. Doug is fantastic with his labeling art, and I don't want to damage that. But I will say there was a mismark here or a misstep with the container. Uh, the reason why I say that is because I just want to be able to throw it in my pocket. When he initially mentioned it to me, I had assumed wrongly that it would be presented in a small portable tin tub like or tin container like I have here for Cremo. It wasn't, but the product in and of itself is just kind of a, a wax consistency like all solid colognes are because um, that's just how the product is activated. It just melts on your skin. So I'm going to be scooping that out. I'm going to be placing it in a metal container like my Cremo, use a labeling gun to label that as to what it's for. Now, the cool thing about the mason jar that it came in is it's about, it, 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 the product in there is about two to three times more than what I get with the Cremo. And it's only slightly more expensive than the Cremo at places like Target and Best Buy and stuff like that. Or Best Buy, Target, CVS, Walgreens, those sorts of places. And I think that's fantastic because you're getting the well-renowned strength and scent profile of PAA, but you're getting more of the product. Now, like I said, I do feel like the scent projection and initial strength of the Cremo solid cologne is slightly more noticeable. It's a little bit better. Um, but I'm confident that the more I use John from, the more I'll maybe understand its nuances or the more that Doug's going to kind of mess with it and maybe increase the scent strength or present it in a new format for easy portability. But I have heard back from others, because I do post on Instagram twice a day, hence the name Timmy Two Shaves. That was actually a name that was provided to me from the community um, because of the frequency in which I actually post content. I, I shave twice a day, so I'm able to post product a little bit more often, um, post content a little bit more often on the page. So thus the name was born. <laughs> but with that, it's just kind of one of those things where I, I want portability. I want to be able to travel around it. That was the most glaring issue that I saw when I first purchased these products, when they were officially launched on the website, 
was being able to carry these with me at all times. But like I said, I just went on Amazon. I'm going to be purchasing a couple of these tins, putting it in there, and then I'll be able to slide it in my pocket, no problem. And I'm getting enough product to fill a several tins or fill the same tin multiple times. So if you see it in that perspective, I say it's a no-brainer. Go ahead and pick yourself up some solid cologne. I'm hoping that he's going to be doing these with more of his fragrances, especially a lot of his more unique fragrances, a lot of his personal creations. Um, I know he's typically not a fan of releasing a multi-product line or an extensive product line on something that's an homage to another fragrance, but a lot of these are his are his you know his baby, his his pet projects, something that he's really passionate about that he loves that have his own unique take on these popular fragrances. So everything I feel like is very individualized and unique with PAA. And I would love to see all of their products in a solid cologne line, not just their signature fragrances. But if it is just their signature fragrances, they do have plenty of those. So I do, I am looking personally forward to these. I hope he chooses me as a guinea pig for testing out these solid colognes since it is something that I do use daily. I use it every single day because making myself smell good, making myself feel good is important to me. It's the reason why I'm engaged with the wet shaving community. It's the reason why I test out these products for you guys is because not only do I want you guys to be able to earn, you know, spend your hard-earned money in the best way that I know how, but it's just something that I love. It's something that makes me feel good. When I wake up in the morning, I look forward to that shave. I look forward to going here in the Tulsa Den, and I look forward to just perusing what I have. And choosing a razor, choosing a, a blade combination, choosing scents that are going to go well together, where I, whether I'm mixing and matching or whether I'm using, you know, the same aftershave, splash, balm, and soap. It's just a fun venture to do. Um, and I highly encourage all of you to engage more in the wet shaving community and to post your opinions on things. We want to know. The more we can get out there, the better. But is essentially the PAA solid cologne worth your time? I do feel it is, especially if you're someone that's a big fan, because currently I, I believe these are only offered in two different scents right now. They're only offered in Lather Blaster 3000 and John Frum. My bet would be on John Frum because it is currently my favorite fragrance by PAA, other than maybe uh, Atomic Pumpkin, which is a seasonal release in the fall and winter. Um, but I do feel like it is worth your time. If you're wanting to layer those fragrances, it's not going to set you back too much. So go ahead and venture into it. Experiment with it. See what you like about it. And I would highly encourage you, if you do get these from PAA, to buy some of these slidable uh, lip balm metal tins from Amazon. They're incredibly cheap, and you're going to thank me for it because this is incredibly easy to pour around with you wherever you go. Weddings, special events, date night you know, work, movies, anything. It's great for that purpose. But the scent and projection on John from with multiple applications, I would say I found myself reapplying it during a typical day about three times. And this is after using the product for a week. So I used this product for over a week, every single day, every single day. And these were my findings. So Take that for what you will. But I do feel like my familiarity with solid colognes and understanding how to appropriately use them really lends me to know how this is going to perform against other similar products in the community. And though I liked it, 
though I recommended it, is it my favorite? No. Uh, my favorite, the most, the best bang for your buck is currently the Cremo Solid Cologne line. Like I said, I've not tried the West Coast Shaving. I'm definitely wanting to venture more into what artisans are doing, and I want to support the Solid Cologne um, additions to artisans. So definitely with West Coast Shaving, that's something I'm planning on doing. Um, or not West Coast Shaving, but Wet Shaving Products. I am so sorry. <laughs> wet Shaving Products, WSC and, and or WSP and WSC. There's so many different abbreviations with Ws. But Wet Shaving Products has an awesome product line. And they have an awesome selection of solid colognes that you can pretty much get in any of their signature scents um, with any of their scent profiles. I think you can request it and they'll make it for you, which is excellent. Um but I definitely am liking the trend that I'm seeing within the community for these, but definitely in regards to these beginning stages with PAA and solid colognes. Do I like it? Yes. Am I going to continue to use it? Oh, hell yeah. Of course I'm going to continue to use it. It's a good product, and it's a wonderful scent. John Frum is so good. I still intend to bring this with me to work. Have it sit there on my desk. Apply it. But like I said, I did find myself applying it about three times a day, um, and that's with, I do take two 15 minute breaks during while I'm at work and of course an hour lunch. And during that time I do typically walk. So I am sweating a little bit. I am getting my, you know, quote unquote gym time or <laughs> workout time in when I can while I'm at work. And I am using the solid colognes as a discrete means to go ahead and stay smelling fantastic. And like I said, this doesn't change the discrete way in which I apply the product. It's not quite as discreet as something that's extremely palmable, something that I can hide with my hand. Um, but it's not letting everyone in the room know that I'm applying a fragrance either. So that's the main thing is I want people to know that I smell good, but I don't want everybody to know that I'm sitting here constantly putting on product. Um, do they know that with the John Rum? It is sitting on my desk, so it does look a little bit larger. So it is a little bit more noticeable, but that doesn't necessarily bother me. But it is a lot more discreet to use than a spray-on cologne or EDT or EDP. So <laughs> take that for what you will. But like I said, I did have to make multiple applications throughout the day to really make the most use out of the scent because I do like to smell the scent myself. It's not just for others, it's for me. I want to continue to smell that John Frum scent or whatever the signature fragrance is. So I'll apply it as much as I need to in order to continue smelling that product. Do you need to apply it three times a day with, with a less rigorous typical day-to-day -day routine? Probably not. I'd say probably about twice a day is what you'll be finding you'll be doing with this solid cologne. It's applying it at least twice a day during a typical eight-hour workday. Um, outside of that, that's completely up to you. Typically with most solid colognes, especially like I said with the Fulton & Rourke, it doesn't require many applications. Typically with Fulton & Rourke, I apply it once in the morning to the back of my neck, and I am good. That's all I need. Maybe after you know jogging for an hour, I'll apply some more. But that's all I need there. Uh, but then again, we're talking about a premium price. And I love the price point that Doug has set for the solid colognes. I do feel that that is the right price point, around $20 to $25 for a solid cologne is excellent. It's so much better and so much more savings than you're going to be spending on an EDP um, with any fragrance. So that is one of the things that drew me to solid colognes as well is one, they're easy to port around. Two, they're significantly cheaper than most of your spray-on fragrances. Um, but I highly encourage you to check out these products that I just discussed. 
The solid colognes by PAA have been fantastic, and I've really enjoyed being able to use them. I do plan, if he does offer more, to buy more. I'm just going to be putting them in these little um, travel tins to use, and I'll be labeling those to know what, of course, I'm going to be using from day to day. But I do really like them. I do look forward to seeing more of what he can do with these now that he has ventured into the territory of solid colognes. My only recommendations with these um, for future productions and future releases is to release them in a more travelable format, give it a little bit more oomph behind the scent profile, which I know it's kind of unique because it's in that waxy format. The fragrances are just going to be different than his incredibly strong and incredibly powerful aftershaves and EDPs and his soaps, which also have a really good fragrance note. But you take what I will. I've never made a soap. I've never made an EDP or solid cologne in my life. So I'm not saying I understand the process. I just know what I like to see. And I know similar products that may offer me slightly better performance in that respect. Um, so I would definitely say it's a good choice for the price point currently at around 20 to $25. I do feel like you're getting a good bang with your buck. I do feel like if you're passionate about these fragrances, you do need to go ahead and pick them up in the solid cologne version. And then maybe also combine those or pair those with the EDP because both of these fragrances do have a current spray-on EDP that you can use with these. But I do feel they're good. I do feel there is a very practical place with solid colognes, and I can't wait to see what more continue to do with them. I've been really bothering Sterling Soap Company for a while to go ahead and do a solid cologne line. I do know it is something that they are considering. It is something that is in his head to do. But they have so much that they currently offer and so much on their plate right now that it's kind of on the back burner. But if it is something that you would like to see from Sterling Soap Company or from any artisan, if there's a particular fragrance you want to see made into a solid cologne, the best way to get these out there, to get these in the hands of us in the community, is to reach out to your artisan and say, I want this in a solid cologne. And this is why. And once you explain those points, they're highly more likely to go ahead and start tallying up all this information they're getting from everyone and release it out to the market. So I am so happy and so thankful that these have been released. I'm so happy to see these here. What do you, the listener, want to see out of the wet shaving community? What innovations, what products have you been waiting for that just haven't been released yet? Whether that is the 316 by Edwin Jagger in a stainless steel format instead of that zinc alloy? Is it the solid cologne? Do you want more artisans to offer solid cologne options for you? Please let me know. My central hub for everything, all communication, is Instagram. So if you're not following me already, feel free to go ahead and follow me on The Shaving Tolson, my Instagram page. Just look up The Shaving Tolson. You'll find me there. I'm also on YouTube, and I am very active and responsive on there. But I would consider my Instagram my primary hub. I share everything with everyone on there first, and then I release typically on the podcast now, and then, of course, with YouTube. I am also active on the Facebook groups like the Rich Man Shaving Group, so if you're not currently in the group, definitely go ahead and take a look there, and then just keep in mind the events that I mentioned. But thank you so much, guys, for your continued support and encouragement. I wouldn't be where I am today without you. I hope you have a wonderful night, and I hope you have a wonderful week this week, and I will see you next time on the Shaving Tolson Podcast.